It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Which chief? It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the hashtag Dort Podcast. All right, thanks for tuning in to another edition of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined by Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? Happy holidays, everybody. Yeah, you know what we're doing is we're getting out in front of it, right? Because it's not even a Thanksgiving as we record this, yet we're doing best Christmas movies. Someone's yeah, got to well, be first. I had to go to the Walmart today to pick up, a, you know, this and that. Sure. Um, and I heard Christmas music in Walmart today, so you know what? Yeah. It's, it's, it's now the holiday season. So let's get out in front of it. Were you uh, were you looking out for falling prices? Uh, <laughs> I'm always looking out for falling prices. That's good. You got to keep your head on a swivel. I was actually at the Target today. A lot of people were uh, milling, milling about. You know what? Oh yeah. You know what I can't find is that goddamn mini Nintendo. They're not going to be able to find that till after Christmas. Mark my mark my word. Till actual Christmas. Is that what you're thinking? Because did they do this on purpose? By the way, because I got an email or we got an email. I think it was from Dante. He got the mini NES, and he was hoping that we would be able to give a review on it. Uh, we don't have it. it the thing I got, is, I got nothing. Thing is long gone. You, you, you go onto like Amazon; these assholes are selling it for like five hundred bucks. I'm like, I'm not. It's not worth that. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a supply and demand market, Rich. I think they did this. They, it was like a limited run, and they wanted to yeah. drive up the prices and all that stuff. You know how it is. Classic supply and demand. Yeah. Economics? Would that be ec- no? Yeah. I don't know. No. I don't know. I'm a Latin teacher by trade, bro. No. I don't know anything about economics. <laughs> yeah, so sorry. We don't have any review on that. We we went through, you can check the archives, we went through what, what the best games are, but we don't know. All I've heard is that the cord is really short, like shorter than you would even think. Really? Yeah, it's like two and a half like feet. Hovering over it? you got to be like next to your you know flat screen TV, so that might be a concern, but well, anyway. Like we used to do in the old days, just like inches from the TV. Yeah, that's true. Playing Duck yeah. Hunt with the gun on the TV. Just yeah, cheater. Gene bastards. Let's get into this week in Hashtag Dork. And, of course, David's brought to us by our friends at Mac and Goo. Uh, it's the holiday season. Whoop-dee-doo and hibbity-bop. Going on a trip? Got some time off? Need to fill the empty hole in your life where friends should be? Mac and Goo will be your friends. We won't judge you. We only judge Judy. So hang out with Mac and Goo every week. And if you can't get enough, dip into the archives this long weekend on iTunes or CastBox or go to macandgoo.com and get all the audio you can eat. There you go. That one was that was okay. That one was all right. You like that one? Yeah, sometimes it's nice and straightforward. Sometimes they get a little abstract with it. They do. They uh they're very creative over there at, at Mac. But and I Goo. like when they, I like when they get into the macabre. The macabre. Yeah, some of their their production uh is, is very strong. Yeah. Um all right, let's get into some of the, the news and notes here. How about this? You like casting news, right, Ryan? Yeah, I love casting news. Who <laughs> doesn't like casting news? Uh, Angela Bassett uh, is going to be is cast in Black Panther as Black Panther's mom. Hey, it's like if you're if you're a black actor looking for looking for a job, get in there. They're just casting every sing, every single black actor that I've heard of, with the exception of Denzel Washington, is attached to this movie. It. And yet, yeah, wait, he, he hasn't, he's not in it yet. There's probably a role for him. It is kind of, they're going all in. It's like, they've probably gotten a lot of criticism Marvel has, being like, you got a, you got a pretty white universe going on. And they're like, all right, yeah. well, hold on. Like, hold on a second. Hold have you, have on. you seen Black Panther? You're like, all right, that's one yeah. movie. Like, We're okay. Gonna double down. Every single person. Medea <laughs> is going to show up in Black Panther. The rate they're going. <laughs> they really are. Uh, but yeah, that comes out. Was it next year or is it the year after? I think it might be the year after. 2017. Oh, okay. So yeah, we're we're getting we're getting we're getting there. We're, I think we're, it's a year from this summer. I think. All right. I'm in. I'm crazy. I'm looking forward right. to it. Should be good. Yeah. I like Angela Bassett. 
How about a uh, the Tekken 7 trailer? I know you were all right. over this on the Twitter, but Tekken 7. Uh, Tekken 7. We've been around for every iteration of this, too, and I'm actually pretty excited about this one. It actually looks strong. And you know what's important, too, is like now they've gotten to the point where like online gameplay is so smooth. Like I remember playing Tekken on like the PS or no, like the Xbox 360 and like playing Tekken against somebody. And yeah, maybe part of it was my internet connection. I don't know. But it was like it was not like you were in the same room with somebody playing. And now they've definitely yeah. There's like a lag and like now they've really ironed that out, so like it's it looks like it's gonna be pretty sweet. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to you and I going uh you know, back and forth in a versus match maybe a hundred and fifty times. Yes. Yep. And people ask, and people maybe asking us or our wives coming in, being like, "What the hell are you two doing?" Who like are you in playing? the days of yore, Richard, when Correct. people would come into our room yes. and say, "What the hell are you two doing?" Yeah. And you say, "What are you talking about?" Like, You've been doing this for like three hours, and like we have, we have what? And yeah, yeah, you see like the score; it's like a hundred to a hundred. You're like, "What? Yeah. What is this?" Like, well, we're just <laughs> trying out different guys, and this is kind of what we're kind of what we're doing. And meanwhile, you know, not to get anecdotal, but just for the listeners to know Rich and I's relationship at that point we were probably not speaking to each other. Right. Yeah. At about 50 matches prior, we had stopped talking to each other. We both run a little hot uh, yep. when you're playing the video games, especially a game like that where, yep. well, any fighting game, where it can come down to, like, a little, like, bullshit kick, and, like, that can be the end of it or whatever. Like, it's just... The old jump punch. Jump punch. Like, you have, you have all these moves that you can do, and then it's just like, jump punch. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what? Yeah, so that game was... Uh, is and uh, was amazing, so I'm looking forward to that. I think it's early next year is what they said for that. Speaking of video games, Overwatch, I think since the last time we talked, they had a new update. They added the arcade mode, which I love, by the way. The one-on-one thing is fun as hell. The random one-on-one is so fun. It's so good, and it's perfect, because at first when they're like, oh, it's one-on-one, I'm like, well, that's going to be kind of interesting. Like, Some characters are way better off for that kind of thing, like a one-on-one yep. combat, but you're like, nope, it's random. Even though I feel like it's Zarya every time, but regardless, you, you get thrown in there with a different character, and I like that little Antarctica map. That's uh, a pretty sweet little map. Yeah. yeah, and the three-on-three elimination is actually really fun too. If you've gotten into that. Oh yeah, we got to get it. Oh, so my other question is because we haven't played the arcade part together yet. Can no, because the one time we could have, you were like, "Oh, I just got the update. I'll see you in three hours." It took like forever. That. Oh my <laughs> holy smokes! Now. If we were in like a uh, a group together or whatever they call it, and and we signed up for one on one, would we just play against each other? Maybe we yeah. should. Tr- well, let's try it. Yeah, that'll blow some minds. And three on three, because we we never really got a full six man group together. No. So three on three, I think, is more up our sleeve. We'll have to we'll have to do that. Uh, Absolutely. And then you're playing with a new character, right? How what do you like about Sombra? I, uh... So I like, it's kind of a mix between, if you like Tracer and you like Soldier, it's kind of a nice blend of the two. Okay. You know, where you can kind of like move around a lot. I I especially like, I'm kind of a mid-range guy. Like I know that's kind of like my wheelhouse. Like yep. I kind of, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not a big tank guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not very good at support unless I'm using. I found out that I started using uh, Mercy a lot and I'm, I'm, I'm good with her just kind of staying in the back. Yeah. But I don't really have a lot of fun doing that. No, Some that, that kind of sucks. Like I, the only support I like using is Lucio. I know he's the easiest to use, but he's also like when I've been Mercy, and I'm, I'm just bad with Mercy. But I feel like if I get sort of caught on my own, like I'm automatically dead. Whereas if I'm Lucio, like I might be able to kill you or at least get away from you. And like yeah. I've, I have more fun playing with him. 
Yeah, see, the, the Mercy's more set up to be like, you're hiding behind Reinhardt the whole time. But that's yeah. basically what you're doing. Yeah, that sucks. Um, so, my, anyway, so my wheelhouse is like, I like to be mid-range. I like yep. to kind of flank and kind of poke and get in and out. So that's kind of a good character for me to use. So I'm having a lot of fun with her. A lot of people don't like her, um, the way she's set up right now. And a bunch of the stuff is going to get nerfed. Yeah, what's up um, with the hacking thing? So what does she do? She can, like, she can mess up your, like, abilities? She can just shut down, like, all your abilities. Okay. Like, you can still use your primary weapon. Got so, like, it. Say, say, like, you're playing Soldier 76 and I hack you. Like, you can't heal yourself anymore. Oh, all right. That's cool. I like that. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. I'm, or if you're Zarya, you can't use your shield. Or if you're Reinhardt, you can't use your shield. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So hmm. it's kind of nice. That's a little... And then her ultimate is she sets off an EMP and then everyone within the radius can't use anything. Ah, so it's, they're actually talking about. So you can't. The other thing too that it does when she hacks you is you can't hear anything. Oh no shit! It's kind of nice. Yeah, that is pretty cool. And so she. I was playing with someone the other day. They're like, they should update this. And when she sets off the EMP, like you can't talk to anybody anymore. Yeah, for sure. Like that would be really cool. That they would could figure out how to how to do that. That would be awesome. She seems yeah. a little bit like Anna too, in a sense, as far as like messing with other people's weapons. Yeah, I mean that's kind of that's kind of the Same idea. Same idea. Yeah. Um. Also new this week, we found out that uh, Dave Chappelle is going to have three upcoming comedy specials on Netflix. I'm excited. And I, read, I read today, two of them are from his own personal collection, so they're, like, ready to go. Oh, wow. Like, they're ready. Like, they're just like, here you go. Like, he has two from his personal archives that he's going to give to Netflix for oh, I can't $20 wait. million dollars a piece. And, that, then, uh, and then he's going to create one with them? Yeah, and then Netflix yeah. is producing the third. That's awesome. Because when he was hosting yeah. SNL a couple weeks ago, you're like, "This is great that he's back," but you're like, "I hope he, hope he sticks around a little bit." Well, I think that was kind of like his, uh, you know, coming out party a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I'm back, and he was great. On that was SNL. awesome. That, that was, was the best one I've seen in years. Yeah, that was great. The monologue was amazing. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he was good. So that's good news. Netflix continuing to uh, to crush it a little bit. Uh, a couple yeah. of movie news here, Ryan. You like movie news? Who doesn't like movie news? I love movie news. I got I got some for you too. Oh, I can't wait! I love when you add stuff to this week in hashtag Dork. How about <laughs> Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them was number one at the box office. Does it interest you? It does not, and I'll tell you. Tell, I'll tell you why. All right. I feel like the adults attached to it, like the the people who are Harry Potter fans, are now adults. Yes. And they've kind of ruined it for kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? that'd be right. Like the people, the people I know who are like really excited about this movie are are. And now this is, it's one thing to be a dork. It's another thing to be a nerd. Right. We're not nerds. You know what I mean, we're not nerds. We're dorks. No, these people are nerds. Yeah. And I say that I know that we're gonna get, we're gonna lose both of our Harry Potter fans here, but like <laughs> you guys are nerds. Yeah, you but I've I mean? I've seen them all. I've seen every Harry Potter movie. And you know I'm excited. I've seen them all like on HBO. I've, you know what I mean? Like I haven't yeah. seen them in the theater. No, I haven't seen any in the theater. I think me and my wife Netflixed them all like a few summers ago, and we're like, yeah, like everyone's talking about them. Let's see them. I haven't read any of the books or anything. Well, that's the other thing that I don't really care about. This Harry Potter world is like basically the adults who go because like it's not kids. It's all adults who get excited and dressed up for this movie. Yeah. And all they do is bitch about how the how they left stuff out from the book. I'm like, the book's 700 pages. You can't yeah, like, right. just put everything in it. Like, the book, do, do. like I don't really care no, about the book. I'm, I'm done with it. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not all that interested in it either. But it is in the same world, and so it's automatically cool. going to make money. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Yeah. But it seems like he's just letting the beasts, the Fantastic Beasts, like out of his briefcase. Maybe just yeah. keep, them, keep them locked up. I would. I don't know. Or does 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 something happen where there's trickery and there's you know? Yeah, there could be trickery afoot. 
Yeah. I would imagine. Um, I also, yeah. my, my last bit of movie news, um, mm-hmm. Rogue One, a Star Wars story, comes out next month. And yeah. it's going to be the first Star Wars movie without an opening crawl. I don't like that. Yeah, me neither. I think you might as well. Like, keep it all in the family there. I don't like that at all. No, but yeah, that's what they said. They're not gonna. They're not gonna have that. Another good question with the Star Wars stuff is like everybody. Even if you've never seen a Star Wars movie, it's such a part of pop culture that everybody understands like some of the references. They know there's, there's new ones out and everything else. What percentage of people do you think know where this or when this movie takes place? Uh, what percentage of people? Yeah. I'm guessing if you've ever seen a single Star Wars movie, yeah, then you know, you know what it is. So you know, so I'm guessing like 75 percent of the people know. Oh, I think you're giving them about. way too much credit. You think so? I think well, there's a different like, I would say like 95 percent of our audience knows when it takes place, but there are so oh, many absolutely. other people. I'd say higher than that. If you're listening to us, you know Star Wars. But if I said to my wife, I said, "All right, there are uh, eight. Oh, no, no, no. There's seven episodes out. Like one through seven yep. have been released, and that's the order in which the time is. Rogue One is being introduced. Place it in the middle of two movies. No chance you would get it right. Yeah, if you did like do the timeline, like yeah. where does this take place? But, like put this, put this on the map. You put, you put. I, I would, I would draw it on the wall. Have a nice big scale. People mm-hmm. can walk in They're like episode one, two, three, four, five with the names on them and everything. And then you get to hold a little sticker that says Rogue One. I go go place it where where it fits in time. No chance. Yeah. She'd be like, oh, this is the new one? She would go walk to the end and, like, place it down as, like, eight. Like, no. (laughs) No, no. Move over. More, more, more. There. (laughs) So, but I mean... Warmer, warmer. I guess for people who aren't going to see it, it doesn't matter. But I even wonder what the percentages of people going to see it. Because I've also... It looks cool. It looks great, but I've also heard people are like... So is that the is that the same girl from the episode seven? You're like what? Like, no, no, damn for it. Christ's sake! <laughs> yeah. So that no. That stuff frustrates me. Like I don't like when yeah. people watch the sequel before they watch the first one. I don't like when people like jump into a TV show halfway through. It, it shouldn't bother me, but it does. I'm like, you need to know all of what's going on here. Get a clue. All right. So what do you got for this oh, weekend, Dork? So I got. So here we go. Here's some here's some uh, video game movie news for oh, you. Nice. Ready? Yeah. And it's bad news, unfortunately. Or good news, depending on how you take it. Well, most video game movies are terrible, so... Okay, so this should should make you happy. The Sam Raimi-produced Last of Us movie is now dead in the water. Oh, boy. Their production company has left, or the movie has left their production company. Yeah, so that actually is bad news, because that's one that feels... It was was like a movie playing it, we've mentioned that before, and so that one would just fit perfectly. Like, you wouldn't even have to tweak very much. No, and again, Sam Raimi was producing it, so yeah. it would have that feel to it, which is a shame. I think that's a great story in and of itself. I agree. Like I said, if you played the game, it was one of my favorite games of all time, and yeah. the movie version is now kaput. It's done, son. Um, similarly, yes. um, in production companies leaving movies, The Crow is now in limbo, in production limbo. Mm, do you think we need another Crow? It's, it's a remake of the original. and now. Do you think we need that? No, no, of course not. But it's 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 within our universe. It's within our realm. So I figured it was worth mentioning that this movie that has been in development for like eight years <laughs> now had done no longer has a production company. But they're saying it's going to get picked up by somebody else, like some mm. like second tier thing. But no, it's definitely point, let it go. It's definitely worth mentioning, but it like that does not need to be a movie. Also, I mean, they had they had huge names attached to this, like in the beginning, like you know Bradley Cooper was supposed I to. Thought be, it was Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Were they going to do the same? Were they going to goth them up again, or are they going to sort of tweak that? Uh, 
I think it was going to be like I, the, from the sketches I saw. Like you can look at them online. The the yeah. the uh, concept art. Like there was definitely that goth element to it. Okay. You know? But um, huh. yeah. So I mean, that's that's kind of well. You'll never see it, as I, far as I know. So I don't think they. Don't worry about I it. don't think people talk about Brandon Lee dying during shooting that m- enough. Like that's yeah, insane. That like think about if that happened like now. Somebody died. Like the lead actor in a movie died because like of like a prop or whatever. Too. Yeah. Because that was, like, his first, like, A-lit. Like, he was on his way. Right. You know, good-looking dude. You know, Bruce Lee's kid. Yeah. You know, there's all these conspiracy theories that, like, you know, the the Chinese gangs were involved with it, you know? Who knows? Like, with him with him not making it through production. You that's know? like if Clint Eastwood's kid. Is it Scott Eastwood? Yeah. Like, if he was in a movie right now and he was, like, his first, like, starring role and he, like, died from, like, a prop or whatever, that'd be insane. Like, that's, that's insane to me. That would be devastating. Yeah. Like a real up-and-comer. You know? I, I mean no uh, no harm to Scott Eastwood. I was just no, like, no, because we want to see him in more things. Correct. That was only the example I had. All right. You got yeah. anything else? Uh, no, that's what I got for this week in Dork. All right. Let's move on to best Christmas movies, because once again, we're getting out in front of it. That's what we're doing. Getting out in front of it. We're getting out in front. You can celebrate all month long on the best Christmas movies uh, via hashtag Dork. Here's the deal, uh, Davey. There's probably three categories that I would place quote-unquote Christmas movies in. There's sort of your TV specials, which were never, you know, never in the theater, and they're probably under an hour, like if you take out commercials, um, maybe even a half hour. And, but they're but they're classics, and those are the TV specials. You also have Christmas movies, which are just straight up. This movie is trying to capitalize on Christmas, and you really only watch it probably around christmas and then there are the movies that like the main plot isn't because it's christmas but it happens to be christmas time. it happens to be around christmas yeah and yeah. so i know a lot of people like to include those in their favorites and i'm all on board with that like that is fine like those are christmas movies to, if they're one to you they are to me like that, that works so here's the question do we want to try to pick the best of each category or just throw them all into a hat together and then maybe whittle away at like a top 10 Let's go. Let's go by category first, and then we can say our own personal favorites from each. Smart. I like that. Well, let's do start. Like do we start with TV specials? Let's do it. All right. You lob one out there. We'll kick it around. Then I'll lob one out there. We'll kick it around, and we'll see how it goes. Okay. So I'm going to go with of all the of all the Christmas specials I've seen, and these are my you know my personal favorites, and I'm not going to tell you my the top one yet. But I think we could have done a separate category on all the iterations of the of the Christmas Carol, the Charles Dickens Christmas Carol. Yeah, we could, we could have ranked could all have, the Christmas carols. There's so many. We got the Muppet one. We yep. got the Mickey one. You know what I mean? Yes. But I'm going to go right now, and I say one of my first ones that I, I remember watching multiple times as a child was the Mr. Magoo Christmas Carol. Wow. Yeah. I, I will still watch that to this day if it's on. I love a good Mr. Magoo. Mr. Magoo Christmas Carol. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that. I'll have to add that to the list. Oh, that's a good one. You add that to the list. That is a good one. I will I will lob out um, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, of course. Which, yeah. I mean, you can't, for my money, you know, there is no Christmas special that I look forward to more than The Grinch. It's amazing. Like, the the thing, like, that is so rewatchable. And we're obviously talking about the cartoon version that came out in 1966. Right. Uh, but that is, it's just a treat, you know. And I think that, the runtime on that might be... Like a half hour. That puppy goes by yeah. fast. It's a quick one. It's a quick one, but they play it every year, and I probably watch it every year. Like, the songs are good in it. The story is tremendous. Everybody likes Dr. Seuss, unless you're, like, a psycho. So, 
Yeah, I'll put that on the uh, throw yeah. that into the thing. Um, I'm trying to. Look I've never heard a person say they don't like Doctor. Yeah, Seuss. good point. Like you might not like the. Uh, oh, oh, not like Doctor Seuss, right? Yeah, I thought you were going to say you, don't you, like how the Grinch stole Christmas. Yeah. I'm like they don't like no. the Jim Carrey version, but they do like right. they do like this one. If you don't like Doctor Seuss, I mean you you. I can't even. You're not even a real human being. Correct. If, as far as I'm concerned. Correct. And Boris Karloff, of course, uh, right. you know Frankenstein. He crushes the the voice there, and it's it's awesome. Oh yeah, it's great. Um, my favorite of the of the claymation versions. Yes. Is not one you would think. I'm not going to go Frosty. I'm not going to go Rudolph. Really? So those two are both tremendous, uh, particularly are, Rudolph in my regard. But I'm going to Santa Claus is coming to town. Oh. Which is my which I I prefer over the other two, and I'll tell you why because it, it, it pick uh, one of the best villains of all Christmas specials, Burgermeister Meisterburger. Burgermeister Meisterburger. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> who has a vendetta against toys for some reason? So Santa Claus has to come in and save the day. Now, without spoiling it, does he save the day? I don't want to give anything away, but yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, maybe maybe I'll give that one a go then. Yeah, give it a go. It's one of those, you know, the ones I'm talking about with the I forget. There's two guys who do all of those. Um, they, they, yeah. Okay. I forget who. I don't know but the you name. Know what I mean, like the claymation ones. Yeah. So speaking of claymation, and what was the name of that one again? Santa Claus is coming to. Town. Santa Claus is coming down. So this is another one. It was a short. It was in 1987, and it's one that has become like. Uh, cult status at least in my family like it's one that everybody always mentions but i don't know many people who have seen it in other places and it's literally just called claymation christmas celebration <laughs> it's unbelievable like the california raisins are involved there no. there's two hosts one of them is an alligator one's a rhinoceros i think it's a rhinoceros and he's just like eating the entire time and just like cracking wise and then they cut the things, and, like, some of them aren't super funny. They just, like, look really cool, and they, like, sing songs. Then there's the, um, they do a Three Kings version where, like, these camels are singing. It's it's so crazy. There's one with the these bells. All the bells are, like, little guys. Like, they're bells, but they're, like, you know, got, like, a face and, like, they all have, like, little sure. mustaches and stuff. And, like, one of them, like, loses his mallet, and he's, like, trying to grab another guy's mallet, and he's just, like, always missing his cue. I think it's probably on, like, YouTube or, like, you know what I mean? It's one of those things that I'm sure somebody has uploaded it. But Claymation Christmas Celebration, you will not be disappointed. But I'm telling you right now, like, as you were describing that, it's, like, coming back to me in pieces. I bet you saw I bet you've seen it. Because especially in the late 80s, early 90s, I bet they played it every year on, like, CBS. I'm going to tell you, as a child, I was a huge California Raisins fan. So anything they were attached to, I was probably <laughs> watching it. They are real good. They are real strong. So they did a they did a Rudolph bit, and they were all talking about it. Yeah, the California Raisins crushed it. Uh, so Starting to come back to me now. Yes, go back and watch that. Now, I will. you already mentioned Frosty, which is good. Rudolph is tremendous. It's tremendous. It is amazing though when you rewatch it, just how mean they are to Rudolph. Like Santa's a prick. Yeah. yeah. So my kid is it, my older kid is now into like Charlie Brown. Okay. Oh, perfect. And yeah, so we get that goes right into the Charlie Brown Christmas. Mm -hmm. And she loves the Charlie Brown Halloween special. And my wife and I were commenting, what a dick. Why is everyone a dick to Charlie Brown? Like, real mean. Like, why? Like, he doesn't do anything. No, I even don't. The adults and, even the adults, like, he's going around trick-or-treating and giving them rocks. <laughs> like, like, what the hell? 
Yeah, I think it's so you can root for them more. Like I don't, I but I don't get it. It's not a great message because then you're looking at your kids and you're like, well, hopefully people aren't gonna be this mean to you, like, or we're gonna have right. a real problem on our hands. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I think, yeah. <laughs> Even my 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 older child is two, and she keeps going like, why is you know she's asking me like, why is Charlie Brown sad? <laughs> and I, I have a hard time. You know, telling well, people are dicks. Yeah, like you know, just it, don't be dick. It's raining shit on Charlie Brown. I don't, I don't, there's not much else <laughs> I can tell you. That, that should be a holiday special <laughs> yeah. for Charlie Brown. <laughs> it is. It's raining shit on Charlie Brown. Yeah, I'd watch. But I, I like their Christmas special too. I mean, that was kind of like the the first one that yes. kind of set off for me the whole Christmas yep. thing. So. So that's good with the little tree and all that stuff, you know, yeah. the ugly tree. Yeah, people still bring that. Every time you go looking for uh, Christmas trees, there's always one. You're like, oh, the old Charlie Brown Christmas tree. There you go. Very good. So go. I think we've hit on a lot of the, the main ones. I would also throw in, uh, you mentioned all the Christmas carols. I do love the Muppet Christmas carol. that They do a nice job. Gonzo and Rizzo. Gonzo, is, yeah, yeah, Gonzo and Rizzo telling the story. They narrate the hell out of it, so they're very yep. good. Uh, my favorite, though, probably out of this entire group, also goes back to 1987, which was, I guess, the time for TV Christmas movies. Oh, yeah. Claymation Christmas Celebration, but also a Muppet Family Christmas. Now, it's very different than the Muppet Christmas Carol. A Muppet Family Christmas, Fozzie wants to surprise his mom and go to Christmas at the ranch with all of his friends. She's on her way out to a cruise, and then she has to cancel it. She stays home with all the Muppets. Not, not so fast. Also... All of the Sesame Street characters and Fraggles. That's okay. Now I remember this one now because I remember there were Fraggles involved. Fraggles you show know. up. They live in uh, the basement of uh, you know Grandma Fozzie there, and yep. it is it's the who's who. Like there's a few missing. Like there's no Snuffleupagus. They probably couldn't fit him in the room. Couldn't fit him in. The- <laughs> <laughs> but it is a it is a jam packed house. The Electric Mayhem put on a performance. It is. Of course they do. It's a tremendous achievement, and I think they also. This might also be on YouTube. I, I have it like on tape with like all these other Christmas specials. But yeah. I think if you search it out on YouTube, a Muppet Family Christmas is uh, an absolute delight. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm with you on that. And that's your favorite one? That would be my number one, uh, maybe Christmas movie of all time. That's a good one. I'm gonna go with Grinch for Christmas specials. Nice. If you're gonna watch something, you watch the Grinch. Nice. All right, so I'll put a bullet by those two. Uh, yeah. Perfect. All right, let's move on to. Let's do movie like like straight up Christmas movies. Straight up Christmas movies. Straight up Christmas movies. I'll throw out a. Uh, let's see. Let's go with. Hmm. Let's go with Elf. I mean, that's you, if you're gonna talk Christmas movies, let's start at the top. Let's start right up there around the top. I don't think it's gonna be my number one, although I could see how it might be yours if you're listening to this and you say Elf is my favorite. It's very quotable. It's newer. Uh, you know, Will Ferrell was just hitting home run after home run after home run for a bunch of different movies. It's uh, It definitely fits the uh, sort of like a new age Christmas movie that you can watch. Because a lot of the other ones on the list are, are definitely older. Uh, but right. Elf, is a, it's, a, it's a good story, and it's like legitimately funny. Yeah, I mean, that was one of the ones when someone, like I remember, I think it came out when I was just out of college or, you know, around the time I was graduating college. Yeah, no. It, someone, was like, no. someone was like, oh, did you hear about this new movie? uh uh, Will Ferrell is playing like a like a North Pole elf, <laughs> and I'm like, of course. Like uh, I, I mean, in my mind, I'm not saying like, oh, of course. Like, duh. I'm, I'm thinking like, of course. Like, of course, you would pitch that movie because that's a brilliant idea. Yeah, it's 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 like it's at perfect that time. Like, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. and like, and it's still a good idea. 
And, like, usually some of those movies where you take a person from that's, like, you know, from space or, like, that's not, you know, adjusted to society and you put them in, like, it doesn't always work. You're always, like, and sometimes it's kind of more annoying, but, like, they're, like, him interacting with, like, James Caan is always, like, funny. Like, it's just, it's always good. Him interacting with, uh, is it Faison Love, who is, like, the Santa, where he's like, you're not the real Santa Claus. And, like, that, that's amazing. Like, him at the department store. So, yeah, I'd put that – I don't think it's number one, but obviously it has to be mentioned. That's up there. I mean, I think out of the – if you rank them, you know, the, the it's the best new movie. Yeah, I think you're right. It, 2000 on, that's the best Christmas movie. Yep, probably right. I think. Yep. Yeah. All right, what else? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw out – and, you know, this is kind of a – I'm a, okay, I'll just say Bad Santa. I'm going to yes. throw that out there. Yep, I was thinking about that too. The sequel's because, coming out, by the way. And I think – yeah, and how apropos that the new one is coming out this week, and we're doing this podcast now. Hello, getting, out in, it. It. getting, out, getting in out in front of it. We're getting out in front. Getting in front of it. Yep. That's the theme of today, getting yep. out in front of it. Yep. And I, the only reason I think this is great is because it's like the anti-Christmas movie. Oh, it's great. For people for people who don't like Christmas movies, mm-hmm. this is kind of like, you know, we everything's sweet and everyone's nice to each other, and, you know, it's about giving, and this one is just like, it's just swearing and anal, like all the time. Yeah, and just oh, drunkenness. It's just is... so drunk and just being like mean to kids and like swearing at kids, which like, opens up yeah. a whole other like genre of movie. Like, there's been other movies before Bad Santa that like sort of towed that line, and then these guys just were like, no, we're we're not just gonna step over it. We're just gonna like blast through it. We're gonna rip. We're gonna like make fun of the kids, swear at the kid, just be like a drunk prick throughout the whole movie. Yeah. And yeah, it's great. I mean, Bernie Mac. Get the late great yeah. Bernie Mac in there. It's great. John Ritter. John Ritter. That was my favorite John Ritter performance ever. God rest. Oh my God. Yeah. Another and Bernie Mac. God rest. Rest in peace, both of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You the got interaction they have together. The scene where they have together, John Ritter and Bernie Mac, is one of the funniest things I've ever. Oh seen. my God. Like just John Ritter's reaction to him, just trying yeah. to like <laughs> just squirming. In seat. Also, you get um, uh, Lauren Graham from Gilmore Girls in there. Oh yeah. yeah. Pretty good. Sheets. Ooh. Yeah. I know. Um, but I, again, I mean, it's kind of like the anti-Christmas movie where you have these Santas who are like fat and jolly and laughing, yeah. and then you have Billy right, uh, Billy Bob Thornton who looks, who's a complete drunk who looks yeah. like a heroin addict who just completely strung out and just miserable and skinny. I love what he's, you know, this, I love what yeah. he's talking to the kid. He's the kid's like, how much? Uh, do, can I make you some sandwiches? And he's like, yeah, kid, fine. Like, make, make maybe some sandwiches. And then he's like, how much? How much mayonnaise do you want? Or no, how much lettuce do you want? He's like, I don't know, like the regular amount. He's like, just get, get the hell out of here. Like, All right. Is Granny spry? Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, he's doing the advent calendar. He's like, this one's an aspirin. He's like, well, they can't all be winners. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. All right. So I like that. Elf and Bad Santa, two of the two of the greats for sure. Both uh, comedies, which you got to throw obviously Christmas Vacation into the mix. Yes. Uh, one that I think so many people watch every year. Another one yep. that's uh, pretty quotable, good characters, and far and away the best of all the vacation movies. Ooh, far and away? I I say far and away. Okay. Which one all do you right. like? I put it up there with the original vacation. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Which I, it was my personal favorite, but it blows the European. Yes, yes. Uh, Vegas and the what's the the new vacation, which was a pile of crap. Oh, the remake? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it sucked. No, so those are all good, and those are all obviously comedies like each one is is laugh out loud funny like they're all different you know like christmas vacation yeah. has a different kind of sense of humor than elf and obviously bad santa but all three of them are, are i'll probably watch all three next month for sure now here's a question for you i'm gonna i was i'm only gonna mention this movie for a second and then we can move on to my next one but is the night and i got into a huge argument with somebody about this i want you to settle it so you're the tiebreaker oh boy that's a lot of pressure is, 
Is The Nightmare Before Christmas a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? It's a Christmas movie. Okay. What do you think? I'm in the, then I'm in the wrong. Because I think no, no I, don't, I don't know if you're wrong. Well, here's the other thing. Could it, can it be both? That's well, Yeah, I mean, that's where you land. But if you had to say one way or another, you know, is it a Halloween movie or is it a Christmas movie? I mean, maybe it's a, I'm just a simpleton, but with Christmas being in the title, I'm going the, in that direction. But no, okay, it's yep. creepy. Okay. No, it's weird. It's creepy. Like he's in Halloween Town, and I understand right. who the main character is, uh, Jack Skellington. But right. uh, I think I'm gonna go Christmas movie, like because that's what he's all about. Like he really wants Christmas. So if that's the thing, then I think that's worth mentioning in this in this best best of Christmas movies here. That that's is a pretty good movie. That is a really good question though too. We should maybe put it up on a poll. Yeah. Uh, you can uh, let us know what you think uh, at Dork Podcast on the Twitter or DorkPodcast at gmail.com. Good question. I'm going Christmas. Davey's going Halloween. Yep. And maybe it can be both. Maybe we can talk well, about it both. I'm going to throw this out there, too. Because I think being who we are, I think we need to have our best Christmas horror movie, which I'm going to go with Silent Night, Deadly Night, the original, the 1984. Really? Movie. So that's yeah. a good one. I would go with Black Christmas, the original. Yes. 1974, the remake was a pile of junk. They did have a bunch of hot girls in it, but it was a pile of crap. Uh, the 1974, so Silent Night, Deadly Night, and Black Christmas. Um, now, have you ever seen Krampus? I did see Krampus, and I was going to get to that. Okay, sorry. Yeah, no, go ahead. We can talk about it now. This this made my worst list. Oh, okay, so we're going to get to a worst list. I wasn't sure. I have not seen it, and by the sound of it, uh, it doesn't look like I have to. But I feel like... But, there's, but it's not just because it was stupid. I actually have a good reason for it. Okay. So, so we'll get to that, and we'll get to Krampus. But I like your little offshoot Christmas horror movies. To, to yep. me, Black Christmas jumps out. Now, what about this one? Now, this might have been more of a movie that takes place around Christmas and sort of be in a different category, but uh, Gremlins. Gremlins I had as an around Christmas movie. Okay, so so did I. But if, you, if we're altering it for a moment and are going to horror Christmas, wouldn't that also fall under that umbrella? Absolutely. Okay. So if yeah. that's the case, I might go Gremlins 1, Black Christmas 2, Silent, Di- uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night, for me anyway, 3. And then around 75 or to, to 100 of all the horror Christmas movies, basically at the bottom, you would put Gremlins 2. Gremlins 2 would be down there with, like, your Santa's sleigh. Uh, shout out Bill which, Goldborg, which, who's back. Which I'm going to get to as well. Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm jumping all over it. But that, oh, no, let's just we'll get that out of the way now. Bill Goldberg playing Santa, who is trapped by an angel and made to give presents to kids, but then somehow the spell is broken, and then Santa just starts being a demon again. That's correct. Santa being played by Bill Goldberg, who's one of the most massive human beings alive. That's correct. <laughs> Both horrifying, horrifyingly bad and awesome at the same time. All wrapped up into one. It was definitely yeah. one of those. You also had uh, Jack Frost. I remember that being yeah. a, a terrible Halloween Christmas movie. The serial killer who comes back as a snowman. Yeah. 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 And then there were other. There were like sequels to Silent Night, Deadly Night. There was like a. There was like five of them. A bunch. Okay, I thought there was a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. So. But let's get back to the good stuff first. So. Yes. I don't want anyone to sleep on. Since we're gonna get crap for forgetting some stuff, I don't want anyone to sleep on, uh, Scrooged. Oh, I was going to ask you about Scrooge, because I actually don't remember the last time I saw it. I know I've seen it, but because somebody asked me recently about Scrooge, because I think I might have left it off of like a list, and I was like, oh, yeah. like I, So you is that that's one of your favorites? Yeah. It's okay. one, yeah. 
All right. Yeah, one of the the better live action retellings of the Christmas Carol. I thought it was pretty good. Okay. Yeah. And, and Bill Murray's great. So of course he would. What can he do? That's wrong. Tremendous. Other than uh, uh, Lost in Translation, which I, I I mean, call me. I'm I'm I consider myself a film guy. I just didn't know what the big deal was with that. I'm with you. I don't think it was that great. I also thought. Uh, yeah, no. Like, honestly, like the Wes Anderson movies can be hit or miss. Like you don't have to like all of them. Yeah. Um, but anyway, did we mention Home Alone already or we, no? That was the, we were going there next. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. here's a question: Home Alone, Christmas movie or Home Alone, good movie that takes place at Christmas? Yeah, I think it's a Christmas movie. Me too, because that's yeah. like that's gets the whole thing going, and there's there's just nonstop, you know, Christmas decorations, Christmas. Like it's literally you couldn't have done that movie. Like, unless technically they were all going on a vacation, like, in the summer, like, maybe you could do it, but wouldn't have half the same vibe. Right, because how, I think that's the the issue that keeps the family from getting home or getting where they're going is the fact that it's Christmas and it's very busy. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. That's kind of the impetus for yeah. the, the, the challenge there, which is which is great, and the kid misses his family more because it's Christmas and it's a family thing and whatever. Yeah, for sure. All right, so that that's a good answer on that. So that is a Christmas movie. Uh, home Alone 2? I guess. I'm not not my favorite. No, it's it's definitely a step uh, backwards. There's some nice moments in it, but no, Home Alone one stands on its own. Just hanging out, hanging out with some lady just covered in pigeon shit. Like that's like. Yeah, I know. He should have brought her back to the hotel uh, where Rob Schneider was working and mixed in a shower. Yeah. Uh, and how, how many? How much money did this kid rack up on his parents' credit cards? By the way. Oh, a ton. That hotel wasn't cheap. No. Although you, you get the Donald, you get President-elect Donald Trump walking around. Yeah, good point. Yeah, he makes a nice yeah. little cameo there. Now, like they were obviously a, a very rich family. Like they don't really get into it, but that, that house that he lives in, and that like outrageous. Street, like, and that's why the Wet Bandits wanted to rob the place because they're like this. Of course, this, they, this, they call it the uh, the Golden Goot. What do they call it? Oh God, yeah. He's like that's my the tuna or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. They wanted in on that. Yeah. So Home Alone's mm-hmm. right up there at the top of the list. Um, but that's one of the first movies too. I remember being like eight or nine when that first came out, and that's the first time I remember laughing so hard like I couldn't breathe. Oh, it's hysterical! Just watching them just get clocked. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah. and they play this every year on like all the different channels. Like this one, you can't scream, you can't avoid. Oh no, the scream Daniel Stern lets out when the spider's on his face. Amazing. Still to this day, makes me laugh. It's also amazing that they got Joe Pesci to do this. Home Alone. Home Alone came out the same year as Goodfellas. That's nuts. Like, like he had just done like in like Casino came out right after that. Yeah, like these are the yeah. movies he's doing. He goes from Goodfellas and then he's like, yeah, I'll do Home Alone. I'll be I'll be a, a slippery bandit. <laughs> like, yeah. Wet bandit. A wet bandit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean the 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 part where he's like snakes, snakes. I don't know no snakes. Like that. That doesn't get any better than that. I'm trying to figure out who snakes yeah. is. Uh, what else do we got for for? Christmas movies that are Chris. Oh, so obviously one that we haven't mentioned yet is a Christmas story, which I feel like is pretty polarizing. I, for one, not a fan of a Christmas story. Uh, and I was as a as a youngster. Okay. As a lad, you've outgrown I'm it. Complete, I'm completely burnt out on it now. Yeah, it's not it's like, not for me. And again, if you like it, great. You can you can watch it 24 hours straight on TBS or whatever. But it that just for me, it's just I don't know. There's so many other good Christmas movies that I don't need to see it. And I think that's what did it. I think TBS doing it for 24 hours. <laughs> that didn't help. Like, because I feel like every time I flip through and I'm like, oh, all right, there's nothing on. I'll just see where what part it's on. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's the same part every single time I turn it on. 
Yeah. And it might be like, you know, within like the hour loop. Like I might just be just hitting it like right at the sweet spot, but it's always the same part. Yeah. And it's always the part with the kid, his younger brother, like smashing mashed potatoes in his face. <laughs> and that, for some reason, like I have a pretty strong stomach when it comes to stuff, but it just like grosses me out now. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like, come on, man. That's not, yeah. that's not for me. Are yeah. you, a, are you a big miracle on 34th street guy? Nah, see, I don't like any of that old stuff. Yeah. I need something that makes, you know, Christmas, I want to smile, I want to laugh. I don't want to, you know, It's a Wonderful Life just kind of depresses me. I was going to say, It's a Wonderful Life is a really good movie, but, yeah, it's not, like, the most rewatchable thing, at least for me. Or Miracle on 34th Street. Isn't that the one where they put, like, Santa on trial? I don't Is it? Is there, I forget what happens in that movie. Uh, I don't know. Like, Santa shows up in New York. Uh. Like, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Put him on trial. Yes, yes, yes. I don't really, I don't care for that. That made me sad as a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. uh, I forgot because they also remade it too. It came out originally in 1947. A nice old man who claims to be Santa Claus is institutionalized as insane. A young lawyer decides to defend him by arguing in court that he is the real thing. Right. That's sad. Yeah, that is sad. I forget that. Um, (laughs) Any other in this this category? Uh, Like your, your Polar Express or your. You're not even worth mentioning. You know, the Grinch live action Grinch with Jim Carrey, which is that sucks. You know, I got one for you. I got yeah. one. Ernest saves Christmas. <laughs> Vern. Vern. <laughs> He's that was Ernest. I know Ernest is always doing stuff, but why doesn't Vern get a nod? Yeah. Like Vern like helps out on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like Ernest, that could yeah. his own little spin Ernest off. Ernest goes to camp with Vern. With Vern. Yeah, the Ernest movies had their. I mean, those are probably not rewatchable now, but for their time, I mean, uh, shout out to Shark. Me and him would watch an Ernest movie and then some when we were younger. Ernest goes to camp was one of was uh, was a good one. Ernest goes to camp. Ernest scared stupid. Uh, Ernest uh, saves Christmas, and then there's another couple I think. Yeah, they were just just a nice fun time. All right, so your where did that character even come from anyway? Like, that's what I don't get. Like, that just kind of came out of nowhere when I was a kid. I'm like, what the hell is Ernest? Do you think he was like a... I have no idea. But do you think he was like a struggling, like, stand-up Jim Varney? And then he was like, this is... I'm going to turn it into, like, something like this? I guess. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe he like was like a Larry the Cable Guy thing? He does a lot of voices. Oh, so he did Slinky Dog in Toy Story. Yes, he did. Huh. And has since passed away. Sad. Jim Varney dead. Oh, yeah, he's dead. Oh yeah, he died 16 years ago. Yeah, it's been it's been a while. <laughs> He's dead and buried. Well, yeah. <laughs> shout out to uh, Ernest. Uh, <laughs> and Vern. He's <laughs> well, and Vern. He's just gonna make our uh, just miss out, I think, on our our list here. So your yep. number one movie that's a legit Christmas movie, not a special or a movie that takes place around Christmas, would be Christmas Vacation. Yep, me too. <laughs> with, Elf, with, with Elf being up, it's in the mix. Yep. Before, before people freak out, Elf, Elf is in the mix. mix. I would say Home Alone is in the mix, and yep. Bad Santa is in the mix. Yeah, those but would be the I ones. Would say if, if you put a gun to my head and said watch a Christmas movie, that's the one I'm watching. Well, that wouldn't really be in the spirit of things, now, would it? No, it would not. But I'm just hypo- we're talking hypotheticals here. That's a good point. All right, movies yep. that take place around Christmas. The one that jumps out, and uh, we we. Uh, I tweeted out earlier what we were going to do, and we got a few people back, uh, including, uh, let's see, Chris, uh, our boy, Wessie B, uh, and a couple others said Die Hard. Like, that's that's an obvious one. 
and this is the very like this is the and not to take anything away from them, they're all you know very capable hashtag dorks. But this is the kind of like the new thing, you know what I mean? To to lump Die Hard in as a Christmas movie? Yes. When it's not, I mean, it takes place during a company Christmas party. But if somebody said, if you asked somebody what's your favorite Christmas movie, and they said Die Hard, would you not accept that as an answer? Uh, I would. I would do it with like kind of like a squinty eye kind of look at them. You know what I mean? Like a really. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, oh, then you'd be like, "What's what's really your favorite Christmas movie?" I mean, that's, that's like, like no, it's Die Hard. Like cool, yeah, <laughs> it's like, definitely like Die Hard. Things like cool kids say, right? Like, oh, I want to be cool. I want to think outside the box and say Die Hard. Like it's Die no, Hard. It's not a Christmas movie. It, it takes place during Christmas. It's not a Christmas movie. All right. Jeez. I'm sorry. I got a lot. Sorry. Chili's so, running a little hot on that one. So what about uh, Gremlins then? See, doesn't he get? See, here's the here's the tipping point for me. Does he not get the Mogwai for Christmas? I think it's a Christmas gift. Yeah. Yeah. So then it's a Christmas movie. But he must get it before because then that guy like wrecks house or all the gremlins like wreck house like during Christmas. It's like Christmas week. Remember he's like working at the bank and the whole thing. Right. Right. See, I think it involves gifts. So that's more of a Christmas movie than Die Hard to you. Yes. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Yeah. Uh, is Rocky Four a Christmas movie? No, but it's a movie that takes place during Christmas. Does it much like? Isn't Rocky Ready? versus Drago is on Christmas Day? That's right. What a, what a day to have a fight! What a day to have a fight! Yeah. Uh, you, know, you know. What else you got? Oh, how about this one? Just Friends. Yeah, we had uh, takes place around Christmas. Uh, Sean Sean tweeted us Just Friends, which to me is one of the most rewatchable movies. Like I'm sure it's terrible on Rotten Tomatoes, and most people don't like it. I love it. I think it's great, and it is all around Christmas. So, and I think Anna Ferris plays good crazy. Oh, she's great. She was great crazy. She's great when she's crazy. Yep, she was good. Ryan Reynolds yep. is good. Amy Smart's good. So she's always good. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Just yep. Friends. How about this one? That people always sleep on this one. Batman Returns. Yes. Nice. Nice pull. Right? Yeah. Nice pull there. Yeah. I mean, that's that happens around Christmas. It does. With the snow and the penguin and the and the whatnot. So Max Shrek handing out gifts. <laughs> yeah. What is yeah. your? Is there any others? Or do we kind of? Oh no, most no, no. Of them? You got a here's, bunch. Uh, here's one you you don't think is a, around Christmas movie, but it is. Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon, as well as Die Hard. Nice. As well as Die Hard. Interesting. Happen around Christmas. Wow. Well, that's pretty hey, good. Richard. Yes. So, yeah, I got another one for you. Oh, okay. Um, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Which I know you uh, you haven't seen. No, Robert Downey Jr., Val Kilmer, Shane Black directing. Oh, I'm listening. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, it's great. Hmm. It's great, great, kind of like a hard-boiled detective slash comedy thing. Like, did you see the other guys with Ryan Gosling and uh, Russell Crowe? Russell Crowe. No, yeah. not yet. No, it's good. It's that same director. Okay. Same feel. It's great. All right. Um, and I got two more for you. Okay. Edward Scissorhands. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Happens around Christmas. Sure. And cult favorite. You're going to love this one. Friday After Next. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do love that one. You love that one, I right? do love Friday After Next. The that is a great pull. The Adventures of Craig and Day Day. Oh, my God. As their mall security guards. They are, and they have a hell of a time. That is a great, <laughs> that is a great one. Talk about getting into some sh- shenanigans around Christmas. That is, that is really, really good stuff. Yeah, um, and that one's more of a Christmas movie because there's a Santa. 
Yeah, and like if you get the if the like the box of the movie, I think I'm pretty sure it's like all like red and green and everything else. Yep. Like that's so that is more Christmas. I forgot all about that one. Good one. Yeah, nice. I'm telling you, there's there's movies out there that happen around Christmas that I totally forgot that Lethal Weapon took place around Christmas. Now, did did Trading Places take place around Christmas as well? I feel yes, like it, it did. did. It did. Dan Aykroyd. That's an oh, that's a great one. Good yeah. Point. Right. But I think it started like Thanksgiving and then went into Christmas. Yeah, no, yeah, like, I don't really consider it that, but if we're looking for, like, little, like, movies where Christmas was kind of in it, that one would... And then it went to New Year. At the end, it was New Year's, so it kind of went the whole holiday season. Yeah, so they spanned some time there. Yeah. We also missed... That's still a good one. We also missed a few, going back to, like, just straight-up Christmases, uh, or Christmas movies, would be Four Christmases with Vince Vaughn. It was was underwhelming, but it it did have some laughs along the way. It, that, but that, it's one of those ones, too, that kind of got depressing as the movie went on. You're like, uh, and then they start, like, hating each other. Yeah, there's, like, a message in there. Um, I don't care for it. Love Actually. Love Actually which, is one. You have, like, Surviving Christmas, which is, is that weird one with Ben Affleck. Christmas with the Crank. Christmas with the Cranks is another one. Like, these are all terrible. I don't know why we're... <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Oh, you know what? That's a terrible job by me, because I was going to get the best one here and then get to some worst, and I think we just named Speaking a bunch of, of worst. bad Christmas movies. Uh, yeah, well... Oh, anyway, so my favorite movie that happens around Christmas... Yes. I'm going to have to go with... It's... Uh, Die Hard's such a good movie. Like, it I is. I have a hard time. Like, it's, it's good. Let's pick God, two, then. Let's pick two. Die Hard is definitely going to be on the list, so pick another one. Gremlins. I thought you said it was a Christmas movie. Oh, wait, yep. Sorry. Yep, I did. <laughs> uh, and it's also our number one horror Christmas. So if a movie's taking place around Christmas, and this is my personal favorite, not my critical favorite, my personal favorite would be Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Okay, good one. Yeah. So I will go, again, I agree with you on Die Hard, and then I would probably go Just Friends. I'm a big fan of Just Friends. That's a good movie. So that's a good one on there. All right, yeah, so worst, and I know I've sort of thrown out a bunch of them already as we're going through the list, but some of the worst, you mentioned the horror worst ones like Santa's Slay and Jack Frost yeah, and those ones. Yeah, and I'm going to say, so getting back to Krampus. So I watched Oh, Krampus, Krampus yes, thank you. Um, and it was just, it's watchable. Okay. But that, as we know, as we've reviewed movies over and over again, I mean, that's kind of like the worst thing you can say. Like, it's fine. Yeah. But, like, the thing that bugged me about it, and this is kind of a critical thing for me, it wasn't spoofy enough to be a spoof. It wasn't scary enough to be a horror movie. It wasn't Christmassy enough to be a Christmas. It was just one of those things It was just a lot of nothing. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, sure. It wasn't enough of one thing to be a complete thing. That sucks because, it, like, the preview at least had me intrigued by it. I was like, oh, right, I, I kind of want to watch that. Because Adam Scott and David Koechner are in it. Yeah, right. Which, they're funny. Like, there's funny parts, but it's not, like, it, and then it's, like, goofy one minute, and then it gets really serious the next minute. And You know what I mean? So it's yeah. kind of like this kind of hodgepodge of stuff that, like, doesn't, and in the end, it's like this predictable ending and doesn't really work out. That sucks. But watch it just so you can say, like, oh, I've seen it. You know what I mean? No, like, I think I will. You need yeah. to see. I'll give it a. But it's, it, for for those of you casual Christmas movie fans out there and horror movie fans, just, you can skip it. I'll give it. A, I'll give it a go. Um, and don't let my opinion sway you, obviously. But no, no, no. But I, I, you know, people tune in. They want to. They want to know what you have to say. I would yeah. say one of the. They want to hear it. The uh, the remake of Black Christmas I mentioned as was one of the worst. Like that was just a, a yeah. letdown for sure. Uh, what about Jim? Jean- yeah, go ahead. Here's another one I got for you, and this is a personal vendetta I have against this movie. Okay. Eight Crazy Nights. Well, yeah. Is that a Christmas movie? It's a holiday movie. Yeah, this is the best Christmas movies. 
I know, but I'm just uh, let yeah, me no, hear me uh, lump it in. It's a catch-all. Hear, hear me out, okay? First of all, this is when like Adam Sandler's just getting a paycheck on this one, I think, because we needed like kind of like an animated Hanukkah movie. I get it, whatever. Yes. Right. Yep. The fact that the main character's name is Davy and he spells it like my last name. Oh boy. Really chapped my ass because it was not very funny. No. You know? So yeah, you couldn't be like, hey, like I'm maybe related to that character in some way. Yeah, his first name was Davy, but it was spelled E Y like mine. Oh, his first you know? name was Davy. Right, but they only call him Davy throughout the movie. You know, I never seen the film. Don't. It's one of the. It's, it's going to be a miss. It's going to be a miss. It's a miss. Just miss it, and it's it it's hard because it's you know animated, so you think it's a family movie, and yet the main character Davy, voiced by Adam Sandler himself, um, is like a violent drunk who gets like put on <laughs> like a. Um, community service and has to, you know, by uh, a basketball referee who was also voiced by Adam Sandler, but he's oh, like yeah. an old guy. Yeah, like, I know who I know what you're talking about. Now. He's like wheezy old guy. Yeah, voice, I know, got you. Like Fatty McGee. Right, right. You take the stairs again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but so that's that was not not great. So it's mm. kind of a personal thing, and I get it. We're doing Christmas, and it's a, let's let's involve you know our Jewish brothers and sisters. Absolutely, well. they yeah. have holiday movies, and that one just absolutely sucks. Yeah, they probably wish they had more holiday movies if that's one of the ones that they, they even have. Uh, all right, so what about worst, or no, I'm sorry, best Santa Claus in a movie? I mean, other than Billy Bob Thornton? Other than Billy Bob Thornton <laughs> or Faison Love in Elf. Yeah. Um, I really like Ed Asner in Elf. Yeah. As yeah, the he's, actual Santa. He's good. Yeah. He's got enough of a girl, like a curmudgeon in him. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, he's how about good. Paul Giamatti and Fred Claus? <laughs> I forgot about Fred Claus. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe not him. Not uh, him. No, not him. The, uh, I think the, the, the Frosty the Snowman animated Santa was a good guy. That's it. That's yeah. Don't you think? Because like the Rudolph guy was such a prick, but the the Frosty guy, he was a legit guy. Yeah, like he I could get behind. You can get behind that Santa. Um. All right. So just to sum up our picks here, Davey, unless you have something else, I would say our best TV specials are A Muppet Family Christmas, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, with a little honorable mention to Claymation Christmas Celebration. <laughs> if I can find that on YouTube, I'll put it on the blog. Uh, yeah. That is a, that is a treat. Uh, the best Christmas movie. We both said Christmas Vacation, but with Elf and Bad Santa in the mix. Yep. Uh, best Horror Christmas, we're going Gremlins, uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night, and Black Christmas, the original. And then best movie. All original. And yeah. then best movies that take place around Christmas is obviously Die Hard. I'm going with Just Friends. And then you went with Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Kiss Bang Bang. Yep. Nice. Nice list. Now... Uh, the other thing, too, I think is worth mentioning, since we mentioned Rogue One, um, it is available. I watched the first 20 minutes of it pre- prepping for this. The Star Wars Christmas special, which came out in 1979, I believe. Oh, yeah. What a pile of crap that is. <laughs> it revolves yeah. around the, the Chewbacca family. Yes, yes. And their Christmas. And it's like not even like production quality costumes. Like oh the my costumes God. themselves are brutal. And for some reason, B. Arthur shows up in the Mos Eisley Cantina <laughs> and does a number. I would actually like to see that again. That would be pretty good. I haven't seen it's, that movie in forever. It's so bad. It's, it's worth watching. Ewoks are involved. Yeah, so of course they are. They, uh, they're a big they marketing campaign. Oh, um, by the way, I need to mention this uh, friend of the podcast, Billy Lanny, who has hosted a few or co-hosted a few of these. 
His favorite, and he's mentioned this to me before, I need to mention it. Speaking of the uh, the Jim Henson world, Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. <laughs> He is, is a, a hu- he is a huge fan of that, so I want to make sure we mention that one. The that Jug Band one. Christmas again, probably also like available on YouTube. So, good one. And kind of a ripoff because have you ever seen the movie Zootopia? Have you seen that film? Uh, no, not yet. You, I, mean, I know the preview. Yeah, 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 I know what you're talking it's about. It's on Netflix. Watch it. All right. The the uh, one of the characters is named Emmett Otterton. Oh boy, total ripoff. That is, or maybe it's an homage. Maybe it perhaps is. an homage. Uh, we're gonna, I'm going to play everybody off with our friend Opie and one of his Christmas carols, uh, Hard White Christmas. That's how we're going to end the podcast. Uh, but, Davey, we only have a couple of minutes here for the pick of the podcast, which is brought to you by Idle Hands. Uh, at Idle Hands Beer on the Twitter, IdleHandsCraftAles.com. And if you're in the Boston area, 89 Commercial Street in Malden. Davey, what's your pick of the podcast? Pick of the podcast, which I'm actually staring at a screen right now, is the latest iteration of the Telltale Batman Batman series. Have you played that yet? I have not played that yet. I uh, Hopefully I get it for Christmas. Yep. <laughs> um, the next episode, Guardian of Gotham, it's the penultimate episode. Nice. Um, and without giving too much away, it is the first appearance of Telltale's version of the Joker. Ooh, see, sweet. I will see tonight. And I'm actually going to gonna be on Twitch tonight starting around like 9 Right. I'm going to actually stream me playing it, so if you guys want to check that out. Although, we're not doing this live, sadly, so by the time this, this podcast live. is up and you hear it, Davey will probably have already done it, but you can go to twitch.com or .tv? What is it? Arvon D on, on the Twitch. Yeah, go I'll to, put it on Twitter. I'll put it on Twitter right after this. All right, perfect. And you can go check them out, Arvon D, both on Twitter and on Twitch. My yep. pick of the podcast, Davey, I don't know if you've seen this yet, but it's on Netflix, would be Colin Quinn's new special, The New York Story. It's in the queue. It's tremendous. It's, queue. it's just I don't know if you watched his uh, his one about how, like basically how like America formed. Yes, he, I did. He, I so he has that. another one on Netflix, which is good. This one's great. Just talking about you know like all the immigrants coming in and sort of like what they've brought to New York and like how New York has gotten to the place that it is and all this stuff. It's it's great. It's and he is one of the best Twitter follows. If you are going to follow anyone who's hilarious, on oh Twitter, he is. Colin Quinn is the best, he, only because he trolls every single person in the world. <laughs> yeah, right. And, and it's like, it's awesome. amazing how many people don't get it at this point. Right. But yeah, he That's is the funniest part to me. He is one of the best on uh, on Twitter right now. Uh, also on Twitter is at Arvon D and at Dork Podcast. You can check us out there. Uh, also on iTunes, we are on uh, you know the the Google Play. If people are are into the Google Play. You can uh, we got the blog going. Dorkpodcast.blogspot.com. Uh, in the next couple of weeks, I'll try to find some of these. May, some of these Christmas specials that may be on YouTube and post them to the blog as well. Anything else, Davey, before we uh, we'll, we'll play uh, Opie here in a moment to, to play us off? You got anything else? Well, first, we got a little ahead of ourselves today, but I do want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. And since we're talking about this, if you don't think Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is the greatest Thanksgiving movie of all time, you can frankly shit in your hat. Yes, I agree with the hat shitting. It is a tremendous Thanksgiving movie. Not enough Thanksgiving movie. That's sort of a market that has not been cornered yet. Nope. All right. Alrighty. Take it away, Opie. I better lay down in my bed, cause I got me dreaming of dude. Dreaming of a white Christmas like Bing Crosby, my dude. I'm in the jolliest mood, got Holly decked in my halls. 
My setup's better than Carter's walls Cause I got all of the lights Just like I was Kanye West And don't I look the festivist When I don't this Christmas vest I've been waiting all year For the season to cheer So you can't stop me hanging stockings By the chimney with care Plus my tree's so big it's scary Whole crib is freaking merry Got so many candy canes Around a green ornament that can fit in barely So you better not play no Scrooge or Grinch Like you Jim Carrey And don't you dare tell me That my man Santa's fictionary So go and missile Told my dairy, yeah, you buggin' Too cool, buddy, the elf, you're a cotton-headed ninny muggins Cause Christmas spirit, I do it the hardest I hit this holiday the way that Ralphie hits Scott Farkas Tomorrow's Christmas, 12 months of waiting For gifts and a day off, a win-win situation Merry Christmas and Happy New Year This carol is my present, I present to you, dear Ho, 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 let it snow A white Christmas like the ones I used to know I'm not trying to be racist, you know. Oh, did I mention already I finished my shopping for Christmas? I did not buy for the big guys. I patronize local business. As we bask in the glow of electric sex in our window of decorating with sex, me and my wife would be nymphos. Cause, oh, she ride me like a one-horse open sleigh, which means she's on top of things cause tomorrow is Christmas Day. We can't contain the excitement we're feeling. We're gonna leave cookies and milk for one St. Nick's in the building. And we know Chris Kringle will not bring even though we often get naughty, rocking some Nat King Cole. That's how we roll, so please don't even try to hate. Cause we just sipping eggnog like a boss dog with a U-Law, burning in a fireplace. Nice and toasty, comfy, cozy. Our cheeks are rosy. Plus we're roasting chestnuts, so what? Let it snow, G. Cause though the fire's slowly dying, nobody give a crap. We bout to hit the sack quick, fast, for a winter's nap. Tomorrow's Christmas, anticipation for the Yuletide annual home invasion. Happy birthday, Jesus. Hope you can share your special day with an overweight pagan in red underwear. Ho, 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 let it snow. A white Christmas like the ones I used to know. If you love a white Christmas, somebody say ho. Seriously, not trying to be racist. One more time. Tomorrow's Christmas. Two stockings waiting to get stuffed like a pheasant with presents. That's amazing. Happy Christmas. Shh, I think I hear Santa slaying eight or nine tiny reindeer. Merry Christmas to all. May your holidays be merry. May your dreams be of sugar plums. May your turtle doves always come in pairs. And may all your Christmases be white. And I mean that in terms of snow, not in any kind of racist way when I say white. I'm talking about snow.